back to the podcast. Green light morning. Welcome. What's up, gentlemen? Damn. It's been too long. Even though it hasn't been that long, it's been too long. You know? Uh, really? In text, we were sending back and forth, uh, just representing the 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 Philly love and hoping that they would badly beat Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, it's not. Oh, we we appreciate it. You were Philly fans that night, but uh, you know, there's always next both, year. We both share the same pain now, right? That's <laughs> yeah. Not winning a Super Bowl. <laughs> Look at this shirt. I just realized, Mark, that you're wearing an I Survived Twisterfied shirt, which was, <laughs> was a very partying experience for all of us. Oh, man. Yeah. It was, uh, that's, you know, that's the genesis, like, behind how, how we all basically linked up in, in person for the first time, was at yeah. Texified, and um, we, we survived. It was pretty cool. I enjoyed it. I mean, it was fun. I mean, you guys like you all did a music festival, and memorable yeah when that that tornado was so large you know i mean like like for for people that maybe tune in right like we know that eventually we found out what there were what was it i don't want to make this number up how many people died it was 17 or 21 people like two miles away yeah that was pretty, yeah there was a the next town over and uh you know when that thing was about to shift that everybody was you know it came across that field with like all those rvs and i'm like it's just going to pick them all up and throw it right at the barn. Right? So I remember running in kind of like a crazy man. Like, Aaron, you got to be in here. And they're like, just me and Brian Fikino and Hammer, they're talking bourbon, throwback shots. I'm like, you guys got to go. This one, if this comes this way, then get a wreck and so not. Uh, that was pretty wild. So then, you know, then we saw you on the rock boat, which. Yeah, we did. Christ, you guys, like, I can't the energy that you guys brought onto the boat this past year was seen by every single person, including the staff that work on the boat, like hands down, absolutely incredible. Uh, your performances, you know, I know the one at, at Magnums, there is like almost nowhere to stand people up on the steps. Like it was, you know, walk us through rock boat, you know, tell us, you know, the listeners, some of your highlights, some some of your like your memories and some of the some of the insight. I don't know. Man, there's so much to go, right? To how to bring it back into such an epic weekend. I think some of my favorite moments were like honestly looking at my bandmates, you know, the brothers that have made music with me and seeing the elation on their face as we all fans like we worked so hard to to just you know figure out how how we could be part of that you know the rock by the sea community you know certainly gave us a lot of uh, legs over the last you know 10 years and and then you know that that i think that's what made maybe you open your eyes to looking at us you guys put us on and, and gave us a chance to just tell our story um one of my favorite moments i mean there's so many um like good moments on that ship, but I think like go back and seeing, you know, there's all these individual connections that I made and the stories and like the tears that, that people had where they were connecting on life and, and people that were, you know, a friend of ours, a dear friend of ours who didn't know she would make it back to see her mom a lot before 
you know, it was like, but knew that that meant so much that her mom wanted to be there. Like there were things like that, that, that were just individual conversations were the best part. My favorite thing out of all of that was like, just being able to see the guys that I've worked so hard with really in a joyous moment where we're all just really just loving uh, that we've been able to catch that moment and make, make music that people were responding to. Nice. What, Aaron, other Aaron, what, what's, what's one, uh, uh, if you guys just want to go around and just tell us each, you know, what was one, one memory that stuck out to you and maybe like, you know, for, for the listeners out there, and I know that there's going to be some, some new rock boaters listening and some new bands that are going to be on the boat this year that are listening. So maybe if you don't want to do like a personal memory or like a, maybe from like a professional standpoint, you know, what was one memory that stuck out that was just like, you know, how, how great the whole, basically the whole thing ran. Yeah. I mean, there's, as Aaron said, there's too many to really count. You know, one of the key themes is just the fact that we got on was one of the best things. I would say there was a moment when we were watching like American Authors and the uh, Stardust and Aaron was sitting next to me and I just kind of looked at him and actually like teared up. I'm like, we got on here, man. We actually got, we're, we're about to play that stage tomorrow night. Like, <laughs> like that's incredible. Um, you know, being able to sit and play with other artists, I would say it was really cool when the American Authors, Zach was, came up on stage from, from the pool deck when we played on the uh the the theme night set it was pretty a pretty epic thing and i came back and told my kids like hey you know that song like that singer came up and played with us oh, that's so cool. which, was, which is pretty cool um just the water yeah. i know this may sound a little hot cliche, cliche but I'll, I'll name one more and then i'll pass it over to jb but like there is nothing really quite to describe the feeling that you have when you're in a room with uh, hundreds of people that you, some of which you've met, but the cool part is about the rock boat, a lot of which you have not, that are like, just like singing every word of your songs. It's just incredible. And then, and then just to add on to like that three plus one, the fact that like all of our practice paid off and we put on a heck of a show was definitely a highlight for me too. Like, at least I felt that way. And sometimes we don't walk away with shows and feel that way. But like that one, like freaking brought it, you know, like it felt great, you know? So, but that, that a lot of that is fed off of the energy of the crowd. That's like feeds you to bring it sometimes. And that's on us as artists to do it regardless of what the crowd is, but certainly makes it easier when they're there and singing your songs for sure. JB, I'll pass it to you, man. So, uh, obviously, you know, we talked about this on the first, uh, podcast that you, uh, graced us with. And so uh, obviously thanks for that. But, uh, this was my first rock boat, right? So for me, every experience was, was brand new. Um, our very first show, which I think was that sound check, you know, for those, for those new rock boaters that didn't know we got, we got voted on. And so they kind of had our little feature, uh, with the other bands that got voted on. And that was absolutely amazing. Um, that was in the H one, uh, for our first show. And that was, that was memorable for me, you know, being able to look up kind of balconies and, and it was packed. Um, it was packed. people did not leave, which I thought was great. And it was a good feeling. Um, again, looking out and seeing people that we don't know, singing the songs, singing the lyrics, wearing our merch, wearing a shirt already that, you know, how, how did you get that? <laughs> uh, that was uh, that that was a great 
a great memory to, to kick it off for me um, and kind of set the precedent of like, this This is what it is, you know? And, and after the show, it's uh, more hugs, shaking hands. And, you know, it's, uh, it, it was that family, you know, again, you know, and, and back to uh, the one show that you said where there was, there was no room to stand down in Magnum. Um, I think a big moment for us at the moment uh, we realized who was standing in the back um, watching us. Mm -hmm. um, I think that was a goosebump moment as well of being like, wow, uh, there are some individuals in this room right now that took time out to come and, uh, and see us. And whether it was to, cause they heard about us or, you know, the word got around the boat or whatever it may be. Uh, there were some other musicians there that it felt good. You're talking about Ken Block. I mean, it's, yeah. there you are. <laughs> I mean, and that was this. I mean, that was awesome for us. It was like he's like giving us thumbs up. Like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. That you know? that was a cool experience. You want to come sing with us? Look, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was that was a blast. And and I got. We're watching Ken Block watch you. Yeah, go ahead. And, and, and I and I got to say, oh, I was just saying. Go ahead. You can finish up. No, go ahead, please. Oh, what I was mine was just about how excited I was. To Tambourine, I played a tambourine. I was speaker at the red one, and I was excited about that. Oh, that was, yeah, everybody not as important as probably what you're gonna say. Yeah, everybody loves to jam jam out with a tambourine. But what I was gonna say, yeah. you know, from us looking on to you guys, um, you know, and watching your show, and and those of you guys out there listening that haven't seen these guys live, you got to see them live. It's a it's a whole nother experience. Um, not only like how much fun. You guys have with each other up on stage just playing the songs that you play but the passion behind it like i just one one memory that of the boat that stuck out uh for me was that last that last show that you guys uh played out in the sports court and and mm -hmm. you know aaron p i mean just bring himself to tears that it was the last performance he had to play on the boat um that was that was an awesome thing to see I'm a sensitive guy. What the heck? You know, and, and 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 it's all and it's all like six, six men and and Hazel. They they created this festival, right? That it's it's almost poetic in a sense where like there were people at that set on the sports court, right? And and the setting was perfect, and it just builds, and it helps people who love music like us, and and like you guys, it helps build that family of of lovers of music and it like manifests from the moment you performed in the atrium to your last show on sports court like you can just see the love grow exponentially and it's uh it and it, i saw it was really neat to see too like we were talking to um uh will turpin from collective soul about this recently and we were talking about when an artist looks out and they see generations of music lovers being influenced by y'all's voice and i hand single-handedly saw that with mark and his family there and uh and and i think the co's the co's yeah aaron co you got them up there we got jb right here jb4 baby yeah nice it was great to meet meet your family and they were at a lot of our sets so that was awesome Please tell her, well, 
let's say it was shocking to like, you know, when you have a crossover, like, all right, that sports court show, Red Wanting Blue had had just started their show, right? We still had a full crowd, and I was actually trying to finish our show and run over there to play um, uh, High and Dry with them. And I got there, it was just too late, and it was, and, and uh, I, I, you know, I ran backstage, and I'm like getting ready to get up, and uh, I see Scott's wife. She's like, oh, "I'm so sorry, Scott is so sorry." Like it was, I was just a few minutes by, but it was you know you're seeing I. And we had like taken some pictures with kids and I was like, you know what? None of that matters. Like all of that was real. Like it was so fun to be part of it. And I still enjoyed the set and, and you know, it's just, um, you have to describe it. Hit with your fault, your, your pulse on. And maybe that's why I'm so excited that I, you know, why I enjoyed that moment of seeing these guys, their excitement. I've had, had the pleasure to do the Rockwell before, you know, and a different project and to see something that we worked from this baby project starting all over and finally make it back, uh, to, to something that means so much that I want to be part of that family. I want, you know, even, even if we're not going next year, I'd like to go, you know, like I want to, I want to be there just to be part of it. And, and uh, of course I didn't get a ticket. And so we're on the standby to that thing. So like that, but uh, well, it's, uh, it's something that, that, you know, I had a conversation with Ken just one time through, you know, Ted and I were walking through and, and happened to run into him and he was like, Hey, you hey, got a quick second. He was with his daughter and his son. And he was like, Hey man, I just want to say, Love the show. You had a really good boat and really excited to be happy part of this. And, and, uh, you know, I think it'll be a chance to get back, but it, it's, it's more of like, where, where do we take this after this and how do we continue to connect with fans? Um, you know, and, and I appreciate you so much that you have us on here to just kind of share new news and, and, and uh, the rock boat was amazing. Let's connecting with fans. You have some, you have a big show coming up, right? We do. Yeah, man, we do. I, uh, I start with the guys. We we were, we're playing a show. Casey Hansen's a, a rock, you know a rock boater and a rock by the sea gal, and she's had you know boat rock and and bring her on air. But uh, we're doing a show this coming Saturday night, April 29th in Chicago. It's almost sold out. There's only ten tickets left. It, it and um, but we're filming this show and 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 we'd love we'd love to sell those last. Tickets to anybody that may hear this show on Wednesday night, you know, or when you put it out this week, it's this coming week, but got the Sears Tower as a backdrop and it's going to be just awesome. We've got a great film crew and it's just like a storyteller moment for us to just kind of connect and slow down. We've been working on a lot of different projects, but this show in Chicago is definitely one that's going to be pretty special. It kind of gives us a chance to, uh, JB will be on this one, uh, busy. I don't know. Maybe we'll see if he can change his plans. We can steer him with this, but. <laughs> um, it's it right now. It's it will be Ted and Aaron, myself as a three piece. But it's a beautiful background. It's an awesome, awesome place. Knock on wood that the weather is cooperative this weekend. Yeah, yeah. I I I noticed that for the for the rock boat and uh, um, the rock by the sea community. You know. There's a lot of interconnecting with artists and stuff, which is really cool. And Casey Hansen, the pictures that I've seen from the performances, uh, with, and I think she had Megan Slanker and Mom Rock and John Tyler Wiley. Right. And, and, and many more artists. Um, it's a beautiful, I mean, you, I mean, you, you mean, you, you covered it, Aaron. Like, it's, it's a beautiful backdrop. Like, it's absolutely amazing. And the fact that, she's so kind to put this on for the artist to a for the artist to experience that right because i mean you go from playing on the back of a ship to playing 
with the Sears Tower in the backdrop. Like that's that's pretty cool. <laughs> it seemed like once I saw the space, I got a buddy of mine, uh, it's just an amazing dude named Kevin Bruns, and I'm like, I called him up. He's got this unbelievable camera rig, and I was like, you need to be part of this. And he was like, ah, I've got to shoot that night. And I sent him a picture and he goes, count me in. <laughs> it was just like, it was a no brainer that he wanted to be there for it. So our buddy, Jesse Waits is going to also be shooting stuff up there as well. And I don't know. It's going to be a fun night. Really, really fun and, night. And that's, t- and now if, if people want to reach out to Casey and inquire about purchasing tickets, what would be a good avenue for, for our listeners to? I'd just go to greenlandmorning.com and we've got our okay. event set up right there. You click on the link and then she'll, you know, send the details. She was like, please don't post my address online. That's cool. We'll post it. Well, Alex, I was just looking at it. It may have already sold out by the time this launches, but we'll, we'll ask because right now the ticket sales are, looks like they've ended, but we'll, we'll clarify and see if there's any, but you can, you can message the event host. I yeah. Fleet through this, there's an organizer link. Because it's my click the contact link and the messenger directly. And I'm sure she can let you know where they stand. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So while you're there, you were talking about filming. Can you walk us through what the film, the filming of this event is going to be incorporated with? Maybe like an eight part series of something. It would work it out a lot, and I just. <laughs> It's my try. It's my triceratops. Calorie I'm just. Um. I mean, we 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 try to that show itself. I'd love to kind of capture the moment of that. You know, we go back to like what happened at Texified. You remember we got kind of got bumped with the weather that day, and we like we went off stage. Ran. We ended up doing that first show, like on the porch. Right. We were all mm-hmm. gathering were there you're part of that and there was something really special about that we wanted to kind of capture that moment that just broken down moment now that we'll, we'll have a pa and like we'll be you know you'll like it's not going to be as broken down as that show. uh but you know the idea is just to really catch up just the vulnerability and some of the songwriting you know sometimes when we we work really hard to put an upbeat like kicking in the face show and we have moments where we breathe let the show breathe and and we ran a lot of ballads too, right? So it's like, what? How do we showcase that? But this show is to really just maybe showcase some of the stories behind why we write, what we write, and and uh, you know. So I think that show would could potentially stand on its own, just to kind of and I, hopefully something good will come out of it. <laughs> With weather, right? as AB said, Chicago is really a warm city most of the time, right? So point by joke. We'll see. Well, you know people are so starved you know for live music and you know i know it was only a few short years it seemed like an eternity when we were on lockdown but people just really want to get out and a support artists and b go to some kick-ass scenes and just like see people play live music and uh venues such as that at casey's you know it like people really miss that and uh and it helps too when your music's amazing like y'all's and uh, it just captures the essence of why people should go listen and get tickets to all things Greenlight Morning. I mean, we we'll uh, throw one story, a caveat from the past that I just like, it just sticks out to me as like something that 
you know, you go back to years of when we were torn and doing all of this. And like, I remember one specific day where we woke up in Georgia and the end of that night, we, uh, my, my, the previous band that I went to, we were going to play this show and then we were going to go back and stay with this band called the argument and, uh, great band, uh, from back in the past. And I went to bed and I was looking, I was in West Virginia staring at the Capitol building from like maybe 50 yards away. You know, there's little moments where you talk about backgrounds of being on the road where you have no idea where my day will end up. Then I'm going to wake up on a beach in New Jersey or where, you know, like some kind of place where you just hit the open road and you have like unbelievable stories. That's why we get out there, man, just to see the world, you know, have fun making music and, and, and growing a fan base. But, uh, you know, this isn't, if you're looking for a really cool backdrop and a good story, that that particular show, if you can get in it, you know, I mean, I mean we'll continue to promote it because by recording the show, we want to share this moment with people who can't make it there. But uh, it's a really special, it's a really special venue and a really good spot. Now, as a band, when you guys decide on, you know, doc, basically documenting, you know, in a, in a, you know, in, in a series, of episodes, you know, you guys traveling and uh, however else, you know, you incorporate the video part of this, right? Um, what is that conversation like with the band members? Is it like, hey, this is an idea we have. We're going to see, like how, like, how do you feel? Or is it like, hey, this is what we're doing. How did that go down? <laughs> well, I was... I was... I was told today. No. Well, I asked Jeff, like, you can be part of it. So we've been talking about these conceptual <laughs> things for a while, right? And if I stood up, I've got five drives, hard drives that are sitting right there full of music we've encompassed for the last, you know, few years of true moments of capturing our buddy Jesse Weed shot a lot of stuff. There's like two more drives right here, right? Like these things. All of, all of these. All of these things right here full of uh, music and songs and moments and memories, part of that being the uh, pandemic. Uh, so as Aaron said, it's a working <laughs> concept because you'd, there's parts of like, how do we break it down shorter for people? And then, you know, introducing the lives of, of dudes that are, we, we all have jobs. There's no surprise. We've all talked about, we all have jobs and we have kids that were actively involved in the world. And yet we love this so much and our connection for music is so real with people and they respond to it that we've been in the world to make sure that we can connect with them. And I think most of the world does that. Most of the world says, I want to be this or I want to be a painter. I'm going to be an artist or I'm going to do this thing. And then I found myself in a different lane. And we have all figured a way to like love it so much that we're just authentically trying to just pursue it, you know, in the most uh real way that we can and connect with people and continue to now we fly to we go to chicago this week we fly to we go to florida next week right you know or we just booked a show in new jersey we saw you guys in texas we're still getting out there and so it's like how do we introduce these stories to the band you know and be real with our families and be real with with uh real life you know that's just trying to be genuine with it uh i would say that ab no you got more I don't, I don't mean more. I just, uh, you know, I think that you, your question was just around how do we kind of come up with these things. And I'd say sometimes by the seat of our pants, uh, due to the time that we have to, to work on things with our families and other jobs, 
you know, somebody may come up with an idea. And I mean, like literally we were, we're going to a rock by the sea here and, and what, what is it? A couple of weeks or something like that. And two weeks. Like, oh, sit Anna. I'm like, I, we need a new merch design. Like, do we still have time? You know, <laughs> ask the band and said, Hey, like, is there a thought? Is there like a concept that we want to do here? And like, good news is we quickly came up with one. She quick up the design, but, um, you know, I think there's, for playing together for a long time, a general sense of trust amongst the group. I love the idea, by the way, of trying to capture more of it. We're not great at it at all the time in terms of doing it. You know, we're, we're definitely, and in our well, credit for the Chicago thing and trying to set up and use that opportunity just to get some new material with a great backdrop. I mean, using that as a spearhead to, to put something out there and then continue that with other shows we have, I think is would be a ton of fun. Um, yeah, I, I do think there's a lot to the story of Greenlight Morning um, that is often shared, but there's a lot of behind the scenes. And maybe that's the point of, you know, AP's thought of trying to get some of this stuff out. You know, I mean, the, the two of them combining after being on the road for so many years, uh, I joined and just playing percussion and congas and bongos. And then all of a sudden decided, hey, I think, I remember them coming to me and saying, hey, we think we're going to find a drummer. And I was heartbroken. I'm like, I can, I can, I can play the drums. I can do that. And they're like, oh, yeah? I'm like, yeah, I, I, I have that. And so I put <laughs> it with drums and, and, and then we played and we're like, all right, let's maybe add a guitar player or a bass player. And then things started forming and then they went and did, really, you know, yeah. the, the TV show, the song, and then. It was kind of more songwriting. And there's a lot of things how this has grown. But yes, I think the big key is the fact that while everyone was still doing that, there were still family. You were still a family man. You still had kids. You were still managing to figure out how can I make it to soccer practice, the baseball practice, to the school musical, you know, to whatever it may be, drop someone off at cheer and come back and, and, and still be able to use this as as, as your, uh, this is my heart. And uh, for the two of them, I will say the two of them being Aaron and Eric, uh, the songwriting and uh, literally throwing their emotions out there uh, to some melodies has been absolutely amazing. And that's what's connected everybody. I truly feel like the stories that I will tell you, the stories that you guys are telling, um, is why we are here where we are today. We're the luckiest damn band in the world. I mean, listen, we are now a little older than some of the folks that are uh, playing on the rock boat, but we're still doing it. And like, I don't know, I think like the some of the folks that resonated with us the most on the rock boat, like actually just like appreciate that. Like most of them have family and jobs. And like my dad was just in town over the weekend, rather actually the past week, just like, it's just so incredible that you like continue to be able just to do what you love. Like not many people get to do that, you know? And so we feel very, very fortunate that somehow like without being a full like month on end touring band, we've been able to get some really great opportunities to play as, as Aaron said, you know, the rock by the sea things and we have an opportunity to go do like a, a writing thing. I don't know if I can publicly share it, but like a writing thing with a group of other writers, like where it's a full trip and we're going to do it and like record with other, like what? 
Are you kidding me? I like being like being the fact that like Fakino and those guys have asked me to play. Like I know that's separate from Greenlight Morning, but dude, like on to play with Tony Luca and those guys, like that had nothing to do but just uh Aaron and I both played in full time touring bands prior to Greenlight Morning. And so it's like kind of nice to do it when you did it just on the laurels of like music that you just enjoyed writing and doing without it being such a, it is a business, right? But like, it's a little, it's not our sole income, right? So we can right. think of it as a different way to do it that people resonate on. Only do it over the, into the wrong direction here, guys. But uh, <laughs> that's my say that I think it's, it's, it's kind of making, you're making choices, right? Everybody's making choices in their life. And, and our biggest thing is we want to connect with people and we've been able to set this focus on this. I and mean, we're getting ready to go into the studio right now. We, I know we're going to go and do some songs with Brian Ficchino. We got like 35 songs that are, that are like set and ready to go. We've been like bouncing down ideas where Aaron and I sat down with 110 ideas and said, okay, we got to break these down to smaller bites, right? So like it's, there's a whole list of stuff that we're not done. This is just the beginning of what we're about to do. You know, and um, and we just want to make sure that when we do it, it, we're doing it for the right reason, connecting with with things in our community and things that that matter. You know, like the Rock by the Sea stuff, right? You know, it'll focus on working on how can we be involved in, you know, finding a cure for cancer, right? Is that real? Yeah, it's a hundred percent real. That you know what those guys are doing at the Rock by the Sea community with glioblastoma, looking with kids with mortality rate of eighty percent uh, for kids twelve and under. And yet we're, we're working on ways to continue to give to that research. You know, it's over $900,000 that they've given to this uh, University of Florida immunotherapy brain tumor program. And when I met that group, I selfishly thought it was another gig. And then I saw these kids and I saw like what this was about. And I'm like, I apologize to Beth Cosnow who started this with Gail, who's, you know, passed over this last year and Rick. And I apologize to her said, I want to be involved in this any way I can, you know, uh, any way that I can make this propel this to the next level, your music for a cause that really matters and fundamentally is bigger than out everything that anyone does. You know, any in terms of like looking at real families, and and we've seen some amazing families uh, that have that have been able to been able to support and and you know try to uh, see their kids through therapy, try to support families. You know, and the heart is so real there. And of course, the yeah, other like Sister Hazel has the lyrics for life we've been part of that you know we've continued to find ways to help with hurricane relief and you know the even local library stuff but you know even in our own community we did this uh free swim where we were able to to, to try to give money to a, a local uh, community pool area to help just open up the pool district in a tough area where kids could come in and potentially not have to have a different solution when in the hot days of summer to, like that means so much more, you know, and if we could find ways to continue to give mm-hmm. to the community and, and then that's real. That's not, there's nothing a joke about that. We're passionate about that because you see it matter when you're involved in things like that. It changes your life. It changes your, your demeanor and it makes you real, like what's real, you know, and helping people something that we care about doing. Yeah. That's, you know, the rock by the sea and everything you, you just met, mentioned on everybody. It's, it's, it's full circle. It's, and and, it, and I think I'm not an artist, but I feel like those moments in life where you're able to find yourself in the mix of helping people, I think it in some ways helps you cultivate new 
not new songs, but new ways to approach making songs and connecting those stories with your tunes. And uh, I mean, that's just my take on it. But um, I think I think it helps people. I think I think it helps some artists um, be able to really connect. And again, seeing that connection in person, your music, your emotionality when you guys are performing it is is amazing. And I know we were talking about Rock by the Sea. Um, can you? For our listeners who who might not be too familiar with it, um, can you just go into what the festival is that's coming up? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, uh, Rock by the Sea is a uh, is an event of people from the rock boat who said, "Let's take what we do on the ocean and connect it with giving back to charities that that truly matter." And so, again, started by Bent and Gosnell uh, and, and Gail and Rick um, to, to, it, it, for that philosophy. And it's been 14 years now. And so they host music festivals and all the money from that festival, like 20% of the alcohol, 20% of the food goes back to uh, the charity. Plus there's a silent auction. I think it starts this coming Wednesday, two days, probably the night this may air, uh, will we'll also go online. But... Um, they will have anywhere for, I think this year, I think we expect around 400 people uh, to to come in for this event. Uh, Emerson Hart's one of the headliner acts this year. Um, uh, it's it's going to be an awesome. So, so this event is all music and stories, and it's like the rock boat, but on sea. You know? uh, and then there's a community level of uh, local philanthropies that we get involved with and try to connect with uh, at a local level, and then that they've been able to to work and connect with uh, things like Lyrics for Life and donate to these other causes uh, again to fight cancer. Uh, so it's it's it has a rock boat kind of vibe to it. Um, yeah. You know for sure. It used to be in St. George Island. Now it's in Okaloosa. Uh, it sells out like the rock boat every single year. But I would say that like uh, the, the, one of the things that I I talked to Beth a little bit ago. Uh, and, and I was talking to her, I'm a board member with this, right? So we're like really focused on and how do we also make things? Do you really connect you with the artists? Like Aaron, Aaron's running a Euchre tournament, Aaron Bright over there is running a Euchre tournament. Out, completely sold out. Um, uh, I, Patrick Thornton, as we know him all as Hammer, he's yeah. doing a bourbon tasting event that's sold out. Um, so people get one-on-ones with that. I'm doing a cornhole tournament. That is has more poor more people than both these guys, but not so <laughs> more people. I want more people involved in this. Uh, but like you know, we're doing a cornhole tournament, so you're partnered with people, and uh, you know, it's just it's unbelievable music. The Currys will be there. JD Eichert, Steve Ebert is incredible. Ryan Facchino's playing the show, and I love Megan Farrell. Uh, Streetlight Morning is going to be part of that. Christy Lee, Christy Lee, she was a Halloween like a show me amazing i saw are you guys going why are you not going you guys are going right tell us you're going well i don't know if you were here for the first part of this conversation um someone's schedule is is a little busy and it's totally understandable um and we may no it's not no i don't think it is i I, you're more than welcome to talk to him so on my screen he's just above you guessing this mark i'm guessing mark based on the the sad of my head my legs but I feel like there might be some good news coming for Mark for 
for our episode here. So I'm gonna let Mark take it away. Well, I mean, Mark, you're saying that you're going, right? I wish, I wish. Every year, though, I'm part of a conference that very first week of May. So, yeah, um, one of these conferences needs to change the dates here. <laughs> yeah. Just, just saying, because well, this is the first time you've actually done Rock by the Sea not on Mother's Day weekend. Uh, like it, it's that. So you might be lucky if we go back. If it is on the flying marathon, Cincinnati. Eamon and Chris, I think that this is your opportunity to bring uh, Mark's kids with you in, in exchange, you know, because they, they don't have your warning. They can kind of take his place. I will be in Atlanta for a wedding that Saturday. Oh, well, that's... So you can drive. That's well, I, mean, right. I actually thought about that. Yeah. I thought about... And, and, and honestly, I looked, I looked at the flights from Aruba to Oglusa and it was going to be a like 24 hour flight just to make it there for a day and back. So <laughs> and I, I think I did for, my due diligence as well. If I rented a car like from Atlanta to, <laughs> to down there, I think was like seven and a half hours each way. I was like, well, maybe that's I it? could. Yeah. I think, I think that's what it was. Cause I, I did. I love it. Where you guys from? Like Baltimore. You guys, we'll have to give you our Baltimore date. Yeah, you do. We. Yeah. It's like an hour fifteen from me. December, I think. Uh, if you guys need a place to stay, you got going, I think. Um, to that, but yeah, we'll let you know. Sorry, we kind of got off track here. We're just talking. No, that's okay. I was. I was. No, it's weird. We're friends, we are friends, but I mean, like, we we got distracted that this is like a show people are going to watch. And, you were calling us out. <laughs> You're calling us out. It's okay. It's, but uh, well, but we love to have. It's, it's yeah. The other thing is, I would say, should somebody? Dark. Oh, I was I was going to say the other thing is, I mean, you guys are just like so relatable, right? Um, and to pick up on you guys talking about telling a story or whatever. Yeah, what came to my mind is we we interviewed a we interviewed interviewed a band recently who did like who did like a like a stories like a how they created this song what the song is about type of thing, and um, they're going to be one of the newer bands on the boat. I don't think we released that uh, episode yet, so I won't I won't uh, spoil the, the the band name on that one. But I thought it was I thought it was really awesome, and I think like those kind of things. And and with how you guys are able to relate to your audience, would would be kind of an awesome thing, uh, in in trying to pick up on yeah. on you thinking of ways to get yourselves out there. Yeah, yeah. It, AP just wrote just wrote a awesome song that I think would be a great storyteller song if he would be willing to do it. And I think it was we were playing. Maybe it's it's really good, y'all. I mean, so for the. So for the people that are listening, and sometimes the people over there at Six Man listen to our episodes, I would say maybe that song sounds like you should be sitting around a makeshift campfire uh, <laughs> on another boat because camping is the theme for the next boat. Just saying, I got I got to put the plug where I where I can. So if they're listening, I think you all should totally get back on the boat. Well, if if we're just saying things, I'm just going to put it out there. There's no band I would want more on the next boat than Greenlight Morning. Boom. Just put it out there. Oh. That's pretty bold because you talk to a lot of bands. We do. And and I'm going to have to tell the other bands that they are my second pick, but Greenlight <laughs> Morning is my first. 
Mark's going to have to go back and do a lot of editing. <laughs> <laughs> what, what happened to that last episode that I just listened to? No. But, <laughs> but I, I sincerely mean it, and I, I can't yeah, thank you. Man. Thank you. Um, you know, and I think uh, JB multiple times used the F word that we, we that Rockboat F word family. And, uh, you know, you are a perfect fit to that family. And personally, again, the way that you welcomed my wife and my two girls and made them feel welcome, it was my girls' first boat as well. Um, and you were a big reason why they, they enjoyed it so much. Um, I was actually a bit inspired by you all following your passion and not giving up on it. Um, since the last boat, I, uh, you know, did a lot of dig deeping at uh, deep digging and recognize that you know I want to be around for my family and um as a father I was not in the best shape getting off that last boat I don't know how anyone else was feeling um but we Chris Amon and I were talking about it afterwards and uh you know one thing that I've really worked on in the last couple of months is trying to get back in better shape and with that kind of went to back to some of my old passions in exercise and with that kind of blossomed yet another ripple out of this rock boat world and running into you guys. And uh, as you know, Allie, my wife, runs a um, women's fitness wellness program. And we have uh, just recently developed a new wing, a new arm off of that called the Fit Dad Collective. And we are launching our beta program. It's going to be starting up in June. And I am officially inviting you three to be part of this beta program, you know, on the house as a thank you and, uh, you know, join you. You are the ultimate dad group joining dads in this fit dad collective. So, you know, with that, use it too, by the way, <laughs> not JB. He's fine. No, JB, I could, JB can run this, but yeah, we're, <laughs> we're going to have weekly fitness programming and coaching, um, exercises through a doctor, physical therapy, personal trainer, and then Allie being the obesity medicine board certified master coach doing nutrition education. And I'll be as a psychiatrist and coach doing mindset work. You know, if anyone knows the battle between urges, uh, I am right there with you and, and the battle between having a nice bourbon and trying to stay on your diet. So, uh, you know, excited to have you three join the heart at all of us. That's a really, really hard, you know, every day is a fight. <laughs> Every day, he got to skip the chicken. <laughs> so that's awesome, man. Thank that's, you guys. Thanks for sharing the story, man. That's a really awesome story. Totally appreciate that. I, I really do. And just as obviously as a coach and a runner as well, and 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 the mental health side um, that I that I fight for daily as well. It's uh, I appreciate that. That's excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Well, your wife, she, she seemed really excited as she started talking about it. You have an adorable family. I mean, they were just, you guys have your own chemistry and, and, and magic where people want to be around. That's a, that says a lot. When you go around people and you, you walk away feeling good, you know, you're doing, you're doing the good Lord's work, Mark, you know, you and your wife. So that's, we count us in on that. And uh, that that's amazing. Very good stuff. Awesome. And JV, he'll probably have you running the accelerated program there in a, in a bit. That's true. You know it. <laughs> hey, that's fine. Let me know what you need me to do. Dude, I look at my phone. I'm like, can we get a rehearsal together? My phone says JD's doing a death run. <laughs> like, 
I'm like, hey man, I just wanted to wait. How far are you going on this? Like 52 miles? Like it was like, it was, it was <laughs> Yeah, if you're looking, if you're, if you're, if you guys are looking for motivation to get yourselves out there and run, follow JB on Instagram. It's like, guys, like all over the place, man. And really positive. It's good stuff. It truly is. Uh, it's, 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 uh, that's been, that's been fun to see all that stuff to be surrounded by these dudes, right? I mean, to make music with people that you genuinely love, there's a brotherly love, like Philly, right? Like that you have, like you were making this thing happen and just, it's it's a it's, it's a cool thing to be around, you know, and, and it's real, you know, it's not, uh, we all have bad days, we all get angry and grumpy and, <laughs> but uh, it's it's fun to be part of this project with these guys, you know? Well, like, congratulations to the Eagles for being smart enough to get an extension with Galen Hurts. We're hoping that uh, our Joey B will will be on there, and then we're we're all going to the Super Bowl this year together. Bengals, Eagles, Bengals will will be victorious, but it'll still be a great night. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean they're 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 looking at Chris's laugh. It's off season, Chris. We can drink. Us Bengals fans are used to like, you know, we're optimistic right now. So. <laughs> uh, and don't, don't, don't pull, oh. those Bengals fans are just used to being Ohio State Buckeyes fans. <laughs> oh, wait, fine. <laughs> Guys, I want to thank you so much again for finding time to come on chat with us, recap some memories, talk about the future, family, life, and uh, and the joys of it all. So uh, thank you so much. And uh, everybody get out there and check out all things Greenlight Morning. Grab your tickets to their shows. Um, and if you can't make it to Rock by the Sea, go to Rock by the Sea's website and at least try to make a donation of some sort. Thank you. Please. Please. Appreciate it. And uh, gentlemen, we will see you on a boat. Bet and guys, keep up the freaking great work, man. We're excited to see where this goes. You guys, uh, we appreciate you bringing some, you know, small little fledgling band like us. And I won't mention who you're going to interview in ten minutes right now, but we're blown away. That's <laughs> our heroes, man. I mean, it's unbelievable. Super excited that you're seeing the people you're seeing. Can we just interviewers? I don't know who it is, but can we just stay on and just be interviewers now? Like. Yeah, management didn't ask for a list of people who was going to ask questions. So, a lot of. I just like questions. Hi, I love, love you. That's right. Not to sit us back. Bruce from Copper. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Saint <laughs> Giant, thanks you so much. Take care. Okay. Much much love, Ben. Appreciate it very much.